Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. <laughs> Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Interstate Heating. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Oh, welcome and good morning, everybody. It is about 6.03 in the a.m. Traffic is light and variable on Edens. We do have one rollover accident <laughs> off the express. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we got Danny Bush, Tommy Neubauer, <laughs> Greg Janik on the boards as your hosts today. Uh, you know, we come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We are live. We are unrehearsed. But you can contact us one of uh, several ways. You can call us at 414-799-1250, or you can email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. And if you want more information about us or how to contact our advertising manager, all you got to do is go to our website, which is ceoguys.com. And that's about it. Okay. It's a beautiful weekend this weekend, Danny. It sure is. Yeah. And I figured I'd start out the morning with some jokes. Good, because jokes. all that snow was no joke. Okay, let's have a little. Let's have yeah, a little. so much for that being all north of us, hey? Yeah, exactly. Uh, a little dumb humor here. <laughs> I was chuckling online when I stumbled upon some Chuck Norris jokes. Uh-oh. So here we go. Chuck Norris once single-handedly killed 97 terrorists with an assault rifle. Then he flipped the safety off and shot the rest. When a zombie apocalypse starts, Chuck Norris doesn't try to survive. The zombies do. (laughs) Cats have an expression, quick as Chuck Norris. (laughs) Trump said, make America great again. Chuck Norris said, I already did. (laughs) Chuck Norris' daughter lost her virginity. But he got it back. <laughs> That's a good one. When the boogeyman goes to sleep every night, he checks his closet for Chuck Norris. <laughs> Most kids peed their name in the snow. Chuck Norris peed his name in concrete. Oh, you ever do that? Walk home and pee your name in the snow? Nah, no. I might have, but if I did, I forgot all about it. Oh, come on. If I did. I'm, that was a I'm sure. I'm sure all boys probably did that at one time or another. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that's just kind of a, a common, common... It's kind of like a dog marking his post on a tree, basically. I think that's what we mm. are. We're all young dogs there. Yeah, I suppose. But it was really... 
you had to do it more in cursive than you could in in. Uh, you couldn't do it in block letters. You couldn't do it in block no, letters. No, no. no, you had. Yeah. And it never ended just completely. You, you know, know. You know what I heard, Danny? Huh. This, this is where then you being a school teacher and all that. Yep. You know, I I heard this is a few years ago. I heard that the public schools don't teach cursive writing anymore. Well, uh, I would say most students, I'll just use printing. You know, I, I quit using cursive after about, oh, I don't know, sixth grade myself. Now, I can see the only reason for cursive back in the day would be to write a nice, lovely love note to your girlfriend or boyfriend, right? The cursive looks more know. flowing, and don't you want to have your write girlfriend checks. to write? And to write checks. All right. Well, well sign your name. That's all you got to do is sign your yeah. name when you write a check. And nowadays, but, you can do a doctor's signature on yeah, it. Yeah, oh, that's terrible. That that drives me nuts, the way some people sign their names. It's like, that's not your name. You I know mean, what? it's a straight line or something, you know? <laughs> you know what? Um, I do think that uh, it, if I had to actually write cursive again, I would forget how to do some letters. Really? I mean, I write. I just wrote my granddaughter a letter in cursive, you Did know. You really? Yeah, I write her a letter every now and then. See, nobody and, writes. Well, she nobody, likes, yeah, nobody writes, nobody writes and, anymore. And you send a, well, you just see, send a text you know, you know why? email. Yeah, yeah, you know, see, that's, that's part of... send a loving email to no, somebody? That's the dumbing down Hook of America. Are one thing, but loving emails. That's the dumbing down of America. I mean, we are so dependent on emails and, and texting and all that other stuff that... We forget the basics, you know. It, it's just stuff that and makes your, your mind work. Your heart would start to flutter when you go to the mailbox and see no. that little envelope with that pretty little girl's no. writing on it. And it, it's like phone numbers too. Everybody's got all these phone numbers in their phone. They don't know anybody's phone number. They just look at their name and click, you know, or just say it, and it and it calls them up. I mean, how many phone numbers that you used to remember don't you remember anymore? Because you gotta all you do is just go on your phone and click it, you know, and it's on. I mean, we, we, we tend to not use our brains as much as what we used to, I think, because of all this advancement in computers and everything. It's the dumbing you know down saying? of America. And, yeah. The, yeah. What do I you mean, got? you know what I'm saying, Greg? You know what I'm saying. Yeah, mean. but I, you're right now you sound, you probably sound like your grandfather when TVs were invented. No. You're right. Yeah, I know. You're I sounding like do. an ar- they used to sounding like your grandfather when the what, Beatles came to our shore you, and they hey, said, oh my God, yeah. that's, look, what that's so you, terrible. No, seriously, what would you do? You know, you got that list of phone numbers in your phone. What would you do if, if you didn't have your phone and you had to call somebody? It's like, oh my goodness, what's their number? I don't know their number. I think majority you of people know? still know a good three or four core numbers of people, their, their emergency contacts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I my parents. I know my parents' house number. Yeah, both their cell phone numbers. My sure. wife's number. Right. One eight hundred drift in. I mean, <laughs> easy. You got lots of numbers you remember. <laughs> oh. Hey, speaking of crazy. Yeah. yeah what's I've got up? my new my latest ha- habit now is uh, in the middle of the night. <clears throat> I like to around three in the morning. I like I wake up and I'm you know just exiting REM stage three, and I'm kind of starting to get into the mellow, tra- you know, meditation mode to just lay in bed. So I turn on. Uh, used to be Art Bell, but now it's uh, this uh, George guy for uh, out in the desert. Uh, what are they? Coast to coast. Yeah. And let me tell you, I've been enlightened on a lot of things. Oh. One of the biggest thing is. There's a lot of nutcases in this world, let oh, me tell yeah. you. And oh, George, yeah. I get it. The old guy, Art Bell, used to be like that, too, because this guy would be mm-hmm. rambling on, and he'd go, really? Wow. Like, 
And I, I'd be thinking, he's got to be thinking, you're a loon. But yeah. There was a guy this morning, right before I got up, came. He's talking about leprechauns. And he's explaining how leprechauns exist in the world. And they live like. And he's under, dead serious. Dead serious. Oh, God. Dead, dead serious. Leprechauns. And uh, the, there's even reports of black leprechauns down in Kentucky or something, he said, because they <laughs> work in the coal mines and stuff. And then there's gray leprechauns and white leprechauns. So that was the leprechaun guy. Then I heard a, a lady, she called up and started crying because her daughter. Okay, she'd be in one room, and then her daughter would walk by wearing one nightgown, and then she'd walk into the other room, and her daughter's there wearing something completely different. So her daughter would split, like, into two people, and I, there was a name for it. Like, we all got a double. and oh, doppelganger. Doppelganger, yeah. yeah. So she was worried because she said now her daughter's 36, and she's totally different. It's not her daughter, and she's afraid that what she's dealing with is a doppelganger. the doppelganger. What so she started crying and and George George calmed her down and said tune in next week because they're going to have a doppelganger spe- specialist on the show and she can call. Oh, yeah. Uh, then uh, let's see when what was another one? Oh, another one. There's a secret society. I've kind of heard this before too. Like there's upper echelon secrets. We've always heard about the Masons and stuff like that. Oh, and like uh, Illuminati uh, and Luminati, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, and they are in cahoots with the aliens, right? <laughs> the aliens have been secretly bestowing, bestowing. Don't laugh. How do you think all this? Tech, how do you think that cell phone you got in your pocket came about? So they're 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 bestowing, trading, you know, shaping our the knowledge and and stuff like that. Now the one guy though that did make sense. Uh, there was a guy, a climate climatologist. Is it climate? Yeah. Clim- You're right. Climatologist. No, no, climatologist. Climatologist. And right. uh, yeah. he was basically debunking, and apparently this guy sounds like he's an expert, debunking the global warming stuff. Well, anybody and, with a half a brain knows And he no was talking thing. about, now I never realized this, and I'd heard it on some other conservative talk shows, that that this uh, this global warming issue was like, I'll steal another radio guy's words was like the liberals best wet dream because it, it can help them with all their agendas that they want to promote mm-hmm. if they can tie in the global warming mm-hmm. and uh the one guy on on the show that i was listening to said that there was some guy who was actually a marxist way back when and he was uh the one who kind of tried to get this study on global warming and they basically rigged the results to get the results that they want. and Which they it, do now. And, and ultimately yeah. what it is is so that they can have, like, control of everything yep. and eventually, like, world government, yep. everything, yeah. you know, run and, and, and yeah. yeah, everything regulated. Yeah. So I never realized that that was just follow a, and, and you can just follow the money when they're, they're selling their carbon credits and Al Gore's getting rich off of selling carbon credits. But you, but you know what they, uh, what they did for the car manufacturers is... Uh, they had a thing that Obama, you know, he tried to do a lot of stuff, right? Those last couple days. Mm-hmm, Remember the one mm-hmm. about the lead ban on FET? Yep. Fret, that, that was reversed the next day, yeah. thanks to our new Secretary of the Interior. But the car manufacturers had a mandate that they their fleets had to average, get this, by 55, by 2025. Yeah, Dude, that's only eight years away from hour. now. Yeah, 55. What, are we all going to be driving electric cars? And uh, thank goodness they shot that down right away, too. You know all these, all these, all these, all uh, these people that are all into the, you know, you know, the uh, warm, you know, global warming, blah blah blah. 
a lot of them, the rich elite, they're flying around in their own private jets, got their whole bunch of cars, and yet driving the, SUVs. the Hollywood elitists. And yeah. Yet, yeah, I don't see them changing their lifestyle no. any. I just no. see them telling us what? as the is the minions, as the peons of the world, mm-hmm. what we should be doing mm-hmm. and what we should be believing. Yeah, there there is so much evidence that it's just a lot, so much baloney. You, like I said, you follow the money. Here's the thing, Danny, and and I'll make this quick because I don't okay. I don't want to sit on a soapbox. Yeah, but, yeah. But get on I'll it. Make, I'll make it real it's quick. A big soapbox. It's like let's say I was the government. You're a scientist, and I'm going to give you a hundred thousand dollar or two hundred thousand dollar a year grant to uh, study global warming and to solve it. Well, first of all, you wouldn't want to solve it. No. If you could, because then you wouldn't be getting your grant anymore. Right. So <laughs> these guys just keep collecting money on all these grants to study it, knowing full well there's no way they can change it because we can't change this world. We can't change the weather if we wanted to. Well, Mother Nature is going to do what Mother Nature does. I will tell you this as a teacher. I know this. In the high schools, it's taught to the students as a fact. Yeah, I know, and that is terrible because the there's so classes, many kids growing up. They're teaching it, it. It's a fact. Yeah, I mean, I, I, and I'll stand by this: that if any anybody with a half a brain knows that there is no such thing. And well, you know, you know, people weren't and buying it's almost that. a religious fervor yeah. that people have about you know, it. People weren't buying get, the global warming term. That's why they changed it to climate change because the climate constantly changes. So everything can be blamed on the climate change, whether it gets cold or hot or in between. It doesn't matter. Everything can be blamed on that. It's like, oh, give me a That's break. That's right. They did change it. Oh, yeah. well. But anyway, hey, when we come back, Danny, there's something, there's a topic I wanted to talk to you about. We t- touched on it last week very shortly, and I want to get the input from our audience and tell me what they think, too. We'll talk about that when we come back. On 105.7 FM, The Fan, and 1250 AM Sports Radio. Hey, welcome back, folks, from the Interstate Heating Studios. We are rocking and a rolling this morning. We're ready for anything you got. 799-1250. But I'll tell you what, I, we're going to get into some walleye fishing a little later on because now is the time to bag that walleye that you want to maybe put on the wall or maybe get a reproduction by Fintante with. But, Danny, this is something I wanted to talk to you about. Okay, Tom. And I wanted to get our listeners' reaction to this. Now, you know, there was a little bit of a hubbub that went on with uh, count, I mean, with cross, crossbows that uh, a lot of purists said, no, 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 you just can't let anybody use crossbows. That's not right. You know, uh, you know, only the elderly or in, or people with medical conditions could use them or whatever. That's and, us. Yeah, and then it was like, and then all of a sudden they they let people use crossbows, and it's like, eh, no big deal. You know, <laughs> now you walk into a sporting goods store, yeah. it's crossbow yeah. city. Yeah, it's like no big deal. Some people are using it. Some people aren't. You know, it depends on your preference. Right. But last week I brought up this air bow, and I want to get the take on what people think about it, see what our listeners think at 799-1250. The air bow, okay, in January of 2016, the Crossman Corporation introduced the Benjamin Pioneer Air Bow. It's an air rifle, Danny, that shoots arrows. It's, it looks like a rifle. It's got a scope on it. 
it 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 fires that 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 arrow. Uh, normally, you would call it a bolt, but we'll just call it an arrow so people know what we're talking about. Normally, a crossbow was shooting at uh, 350, 375 feet per second. This thing shoots at 450 feet per second. It is accurate as all get out, and it, it and it's air pressure, and it's real easy to, to cock it, whatever. You yeah, know, you got the air yeah. pressure gun, it's real easy to cock it. So it is it, it, now. Do you think that this is going to come out where where a lot of people are going to say, "Hey, I, I want to use this air bow. It's like a it's like a rifle, but it just shoots an arrow instead of a bullet." And do you think this is going to cause some kind of stir? And how many people do you think might actually want to use it? You know, I don't know. I don't think anybody will want it. You don't think so? Nah. No. Why not? You know, who wants an air bow? I mean, what? Maybe the people who Crossbow's use a crossbow. Crossbow is oh, perfectly good. Well, here's the one thing. An air bow is going to be probably bigger and bulkier. No, it's it weighs know, it weighs seven pounds, I guess. That's still probably bigger and bulkier. But here's the thing, you know, like some people, uh, there are some people who can't pull up that crossbow, you know, the string. Right. So they got those little ratchet things to help. Or them. you got the thing. I got the one where yeah. you grab the handles and you put your you put your foot right, right, in right. The, in the, and you got the handles and you pull right. up. On yeah, that. right. Yeah, that's, but some people might not be able to. Oh, one guy said that his foot. His boot was too big to well, fit in that spot. Well, I tested. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually did test that because yeah. I bought that crossbow the end of the year, and I hunted like the last day of season with it, climbed up, sat for an hour, got bored, climbed back down, and went home. But I did realize, and so in my in my living room, I actually put on my biggest boots. and test it out. To man. test it because I thought, hey, what if my <laughs> – fortunately, I don't have a, a big fat foot. I got a big fat head but not a big fat foot. <laughs> So it so, fits. But it works, yeah. It works. Well, I'm just wondering if, if the guys are using, guys and women, whatever, if, if they're using crossbows, what's the big difference if you're using an air bow? I mean, something that's shooting out an arrow, you know? I mean, how does it matter how the arrow is shot out, you know? Does that matter how it's shot out? I mean, the, air, the crossbows have got, you know, sights on, uh, what do you call it? They got scopes on them, too, and all that, you know? Did you get a scope on yours? Yeah, I got yeah. the scope, and it's uh, oh, man, I uh, I sighted it in out at uh, Buck Rub, and uh, let me tell you what it's I, it's got the different hash marks, mm-hmm. and I think their range went out to I want to say forty yards. I don't know if theirs went to fifty. I can't remember, but I mm-hmm. shot it all the way out the hashtags, and it's right on, man. I in fact I was chuckling. I looked like a madman in there. I was the only guy in the range at the time. And I'm laughing. Why? Because it was just so deadly. I'm like, holy cow, this is it. Yeah. I was just chuckling. I mean, it just yeah. it just tickled me, Tom. It's like, <laughs> poop, boom, right where yeah. you're aiming. I'm like, wow. oh, my gosh. Why would a guy mess around with yeah. a bow after you can yeah. just drill those sons yeah. of guns? I can think back to some big bucks well, that I could have shot. Uh, and I will got, be shooting. Yeah. Who do you got on, on the line, Greg? We have Greg from Menominee Falls. Okay. Hey, good morning, Greg. How you doing today? Is is this uh, Greg, uh, the guy who does the traditional archery? Yeah, that's Greg. Oh, yeah. hi, yeah. Greg. Yeah, yeah, Greg. Greg is into what's called. He's the president of the Wisconsin Traditional Archers. And uh, yeah. now, when you say traditional, do you say like a long bow or a recurve bow? Long bow, recurve, soft bow. Two sticks and a string. That's oh. what we're talking. Two about. sticks and a string. That, that was like the good old days, <laughs> shooting instinctive. Exactly. Yep. But uh, uh, we're alive and well. 
Yeah. Quite, so, quite popular. What, so what do you think about, or you got a comment about these air bows? Uh, yes. Actually, at our recent uh, banquet and uh, membership meeting, we uh, came up with a uh, position statement on uh, on the air bow. And? Uh, you want me to read it? Yeah. No, I just want no. you to just okay. get, give me the Reader's Digest version. What do you think? Yes or no? Oh, no, we're opposed to it for the use in the archery season. Uh, plain, plain are, are you for or against the use of crossbows? Uh, not in the regular archery season, no. You don't like that in the regular archery season either. Okay, but for gun season, it's, it would be all right. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. In, in other words, well, okay, some people are under the... the some people say your your idea to go out there deer hunting is to kill a deer. Does it matter how you do it? <laughs> you know, well, I mean, it depends you know. on the season. It, yeah. uh, the archery season was uh, set up originally, and it would be long because it was a low impact uh, on the population, and that's that's changed yeah. You know, yeah. uh, with, with the advances in technology. You know, and when you, I – oh, go ahead, Greg. Even even uh, in the traditional bows, there's been advances in technology. You can't deny that. You know? Yeah. Well, you know when I when I started bow hunting, uh, that's what I had. I had a forty pound recurve. I forty forty or forty five. Mine was like forty five. Yeah, maybe it was forty five. Back in the day, they had Ben Pearson, yeah. uh, the bear, yeah. and then uh, what? American archery was yeah. another one, I, or oh, Indian. Dozen, yeah. Dozen, yeah, I forget yeah. the name of the one I had, and. Uh, uh, you know, I'll tell you, that, that's not easy. It's not like you can pull that string back and hold it for uh, 20 seconds while you're waiting for the deer to get into position, <laughs> you know? No, uh, you don't, don't really hunt that way. It's just kind of a quick snapshot. Yeah, it is. Right? And, and, and yeah, instinctive. And, there's a, and, and there, <laughs> there is a lot of technique to it. you you got to really practice a lot. I mean, yeah, you know, you take some skill. You know, to well, constantly put those arrows in the bullseye with one of those, it does. Well, people would get into it. It's not really a hobby; it's a lifestyle. Yeah. And uh, like myself, I, I try and shoot every day. I don't, oh. I don't, but uh, more days than not, I do. Now, do you yeah. guys? Now, this is a regular club. Do you guys have regular meetings or shoots someplace? Well, there's shoots throughout the state. Yeah. Uh, State, uh, you know, like Ojibwa, Horicon, uh, Red Mountain, Eau Claire. It, we all got our weekend and you know, okay. bounce, bounce around like that. And we and uh, the club does, you know, the w, uh, WTA, Wisconsin Traditional Archers. We do have our uh, board of directors meeting. We got over 500 members at our uh, recent banquet in Stevens Point here. We sat down over uh, 260 just for our dinner at the mm -hmm. bank when we had it all day long. It was like a traditional archery expo. Yeah. Uh, Barry Wenzel was our speaker. Uh, that's the real deal. There's, yeah, well, we got uh, from young young to old, there's a lot of young guys coming up, uh, taking up the yeah. traditional boats. Well, listen, uh, Greg, we got to get going, but what it. Where can people get in touch with uh, the Wisconsin Traditional Archers? Do you have a website or something? Wistradarchers.com. Wait a minute. Let me write that down. W-I-S-Archers.com. Wistarchers.com. No? Wistradarchers.com. Trad, T-R-A-D? Yes. 
Tra- oh, I get it. Wisconsin traditional archers. <laughs> okay. Oh, Greg's go. over there shaking yeah. his head. Yeah. com. Got it. Shut up, Greg. Not you, Greg. And you it's don't other need, Greg. Tom, you <laughs> don't need the www. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Greg. Thanks, Greg. Thank okay. you very much, guys. Okay, bye now. So if you're interested, folks, in uh, checking Wisconsin traditional archers out, just go to W-I-S-T-R-A-D. Archers, wistradarchers.com. I, uh, I've thought about trying to get back into it again. I had a yeah. nice bare bow, a 50-pound yeah. one that I had yeah. in college, and I, I liked it so much I had it hanging on the wall, mm-hmm. and it fell off and cracked the fiberglass. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So if anybody knows where I can get one of those classic old bare bows, maybe I'd... Those were made out of fiberglass, not wood? Well, it's like a it's wood. It's like a laminated fiberglass oh. type overlay type thing. I think. Oh. I don't know the exact know. construction, okay. but those the, and they had neat neat patterns kind of. Yeah, yeah. This one was black with yeah. kind of like a squiggly white going down. Oh. Yeah, I cool. flung a few arrows. I had some. I can talk about some bow hunting mishaps when we come back. Oh, I've had a few of those. Yeah, let's talk bow hunting <laughs> beatings. <laughs> All right, and we will get into walleye fishing sooner or later, folks. We'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Presented by Interstate Heating. We are on two different stations, 105.7 FM The Fan and 1250 AM Sports Radio. you i'm higher in the food chain get in my belly the gut report is brought to you by v marchese produce and discount liquor so greg and dan you guys like corned beef don't you i mean yesterday saint patty's day everybody was having corned beef well a lot of people didn't have corned beef yesterday they're waiting for this weekend like like my family is on sale well, well, yeah, it always Tom, goes on Tom's sale. This. Yeah, once again, there no, we go, Tom. Yeah. Save all, a buck, Tom. Dan, Danny, it Don't all, buy it at prime price. Wait hey, the day Danny, after. Danny, no, what? it always goes on sale the week before St. Patty's Day. Yeah, but now it it's really does. on sale. No, not yet. It no. just says sale, but if it does, but it's not on sale. Hey, but if it does, I'll buy more. But anyway, no, you get them for a good price. But, you know, a lot of people are waiting for today, Ooh. like me. And I am making corned beef. You know how you make corned beef? This is pretty simple. Take it out of the package, put it in the kettle, fill it with water, and then boil the heck out of it <laughs> for about three, four hours. You know, you, after you get it to a boil, you put the lid on, put it on simmer, and let it sit there for three, four hours. Is that your that's, tip today? No, that's about oh, it. But here, it, but a lot of people, they like, uh, you know, they want the traditional corned beef and cabbage, right? Okay, tell us with the cabbage. Well, the cabbage. Boil the cabbage with it. Yeah, you can. Well, no, no, not with it. You got to do that separately. But the thing Man, is, I got to write that, this down. But the thing is, is that you know, I like potatoes in that cabbage. Boil the potatoes with the cabbage well, in the corned beef. Boil them ahead of time. Ahead, put here. that in there. But boil. anyway, but you can put whatever you want in the cabbage. Boil. You know, whatever you want, whatever kind of seasonings boil. you want to make it spicy. You want to make it teriyaki cabbage. You can do whatever you want. The no thing, thing is, teriyaki cabbage. Sure, there is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You just make your own teriyaki sauce and put it in with the cabbage. That when should it's be ready. your tip. Well, it's teriyaki cabbage. Well, okay. There you go. Teriyaki <laughs> cabbage. <There's... laughs> there it is. No, my tip of the week is uh, boil Terry. the heck out of that yeah, out of that corned beef, <laughs> and make sure you scrape your grill before you use it. 
You know, I asked uh, somebody the other. I asked one of my sons that the other day. That was your best tip ever. No, I I, I asked one of grill. my sons the other day. I said, "Do you think anybody has ever put corned beef on a grill?" And and he said, "I think it would be too tough because you got to simmer it a long time to get it tender enough." You know, he says, "I don't." I said, "You know, one of these years I'm going to have to maybe do a little experiment and try that." But if anybody has put corned beef brisket on a grill, let me know. Anyway, get ready, Greg. The lines are going to be ringing off back there. You, you can quit watching Sports Center and get ready for the phones. Well, I'm sure that's how. I mean, if you go to McBob's or North McBob's. Avenue Grill, oh, I was. I'm sure they, hey, they they use um, they they put it on the grill. A place to, called to heat McBob's. It up. I went to McBob's. No kidding. Yesterday, uh, no. You're Mc kidding me. Yeah, not Friday. I went there Thursday. I was at McBob's on 49th and North. Excellent corned beef sandwich, a Reuben. Right and, across from McBilly's. And you know what's funny? That place I used to go to when I was younger with my brothers-in-law, and we used to get in trouble there, drink a little bit, and it used to be called Bingo's. Bingo's. On you were underage, underage no, drinking no, 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 at Bingo's? No, 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 not underage. We were in our 30s or something like that. But, you said you were young. Well, younger then. <laughs> younger than I am now. And you get in trouble. <laughs> A little bit. Well, sometimes. you were married at that time. You've never been in trouble well, since you've been married. Not in trouble with other with women. Fist. Not trouble with other women. Just what in... kind of trouble is there, Greg? Oh, if it's not women, trust me. Law, there's... women, and that's it. There's, there's pretty much there's trouble. Yeah, but women, anyway, it's kind of worth it sometimes. And if you drink too much, then you get in trouble with the missus. But anyway, the gut report was brought to you by V Marchese Produce. When quality counts, you can count on V Marchese Produce. Insist on the best. You can visit them at vmarchese.com and by Discount Liquor, where you'll find the best price, selection, and service at 51st and Oklahoma in Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow and Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to discountliquorinc.com. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. And we were at uh, this place that used to be called Bingo's years yep. ago, right? And... Uh, the, it's funny, I, I, I saw a guy there, and I said, God, that guy looks familiar. It was an old friend of mine from high school. Really? Yeah. So I went over and said hi to him, and we you know, chatted just a few few minutes. But, yeah, Old Bingo's, which is now McBob's. And you should have seen the people in there at 11.15 in the morning. McBob's. McBob's. place was packed. Wow. <laughs> it was packed. You've gone there, Greg? Huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they. I mean, you gotta throw it on the. You gotta throw it on the grill to heat it up. Yeah, the there's another place down the road from there, on uh, 72nd and North called North Avenue Grill. Yeah, that has phenomenal corned beef and hash for yeah. breakfast. 72nd and North. Mm-hmm. I know where that one is. Corned beef and hash regularly. That's normal part part of their breakfast mm-hmm. menu. Yep. And one wow. of the one of the places that's been in Milwaukee since 1952. I think it's 15th and North. Is Jake's Jake's Deli? Mm-hmm. They've got phenomenal corned beef there too. So they also have one in uh, Southridge. Oh, Jake's has mo- got one in the Southridge. Yeah, I did in the not food know court. that. They have a they have a stand in the food that. court. And uh, I've enjoyed that. Packing House Fish. Yeah, uh, that's got some great fish from the place called the Packing House. Yeah. At one time, they actually delivered some over to my high school for our teacher conferences. Yeah. I think they did like a. Kind of a, it was real nice of them to do that, and it was great fish. Yeah, the pack. Yeah, I've heard of the packing, it's house. The packing house. I think I yeah. was there years. Definitely oh, yeah. worth checking out. Who do you got, Craig? We have Andy. Okay, good morning, Andy. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, hey, Andy. 
It's one of the technicians. Oh, this Tom. is Andy, the technician yep. uh, uh, at right. Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shop, which will be opening the last Saturday in April. That's right. The Snake on the Lake will yeah. be uh, that, that last Saturday in April, and uh, just around the corner. Yeah, not Are too far away. Are we going to continue away. with Mistake on the Lake? Oh, sure. Oh, of course. Oh, you got to. I've got a couple of brand new Abu Garcia reels, yeah. brand new ones in the box from years, just real nice ones. Yeah. One's the musky classic with the musky on the side. I might Ooh. be looking to sell them. There you go. Probably so what's on your mind today, Andy? Well, um, that was it. Mistake on the lake. My, my wife and kids, uh, we are on uh, our way to Orlando. We just got in the car and we are uh, down towards uh, Bloomington. Uh, in Illinois, so we're like on the first leg of our journey. But so you guys were talking about uh, grilling uh, corned beef, and I was going to let you know, Tom, that I've tried it. Uh, I've done it two different ways. One time I, I pretty much tried to do the whole thing start to finish on the grill. Yeah. And it was way too salty. Okay. The boiling, the boiling process, I think, releases a lot of the salt. Okay. The second time, I boiled it for a good two, two and a half hours, and I just finished it on the grill, uh-huh. char the outside. That's that's the way to do it. It it worked out, huh? Oh yeah. All right, I might have to try that. Now you can hear us in Bloomington, Illinois. I'm actually streaming you guys on my phone. Oh, okay. (laughs) I thought, wow, is our signal going? (laughs) It's uh, technology, Tom. Alien technology. They gave the Illuminati. (laughs) Okay. But I think I'm in trouble because I woke my wife up. She was sleeping. Uh oh. uh, I I just woke her up. But uh, actually, I was going to tell you guys too. We're going to look at a puppy. Uh, Jim Komar, our our, our buddy, uh, he's got a guy down in Southern Illinois that's got German short hair pointers. So okay. on our on our drive down, we're going to take a look at a puppy, and he might be taking our kids to Disney and coming back with a puppy. So I think that's probably oh. like that. You know, for us. Andy, you might as well be resigned. You can't show the kid the puppy and then not take it home. So yeah. you'll be home. <laughs> you'll have a puppy. The kids will fall in love with it when they see it. Is it going to be an right. expensive puppy? Not with Comar's deal, I hope. Okay. Uh, oh, you got an in because you got a guy. Yeah. You got a guy. Exactly. <laughs> okay. As long as you don't get down there and the guy goes, Jim who? <laughs> <laughs> well, Andy, we'll see you at the Mistake on the Lake the last Saturday in April at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shop, all right? Sounds great, guys. Have a good day. You Be too, safe, Andy. Andy. Bye now. And we got to go to a break right now. And when we come back, we're going to be playing Hornswoggle. What's a Hornswoggle? Danny Bush is going to ask you three questions. Correct. Answer two of the three questions correctly, and you will win a $10 gift certificate to Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in McGuanago. They have more than just sausages and meats. They've got all kinds of seafood, and they've got jerky, and they've got you name it, they got it. Just go to Bucky'sMeats.com for more information about what they all have. So 799-1250 is the phone number. I see people are calling already wanting to get in on Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages gift certificate by playing the Hornswoggle. We'll be right back with more.
Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. We're coming to you live and unrehearsed from the Interstate Heating Studios. And now we have our popular, exciting horn schwaggle segment. Do we have a lucky contestant, Greg? We do. Okay. Das oh, ist Brian. Gut. It's Brian morning, from West Dallas. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. How are you? Okay, Brian. Here we go. And uh, you can think about it for a second. If, if I'm pulling your leg, it's a horn schwaggle. Okay. Otherwise, if I'm telling the truth, it's no horn schwaggle. So here we go. Uh, rifles, the 3030 and the, I should say, the venerable 3030 and 32 Winchester Special are virtually identical in their ballistics. Horn schwaggle, no horn schwaggle. Uh, that would be a non horn schwaggle. No horn schwaggle, yeah. It's, it's amazing. They're like, it's like the, a deer that gets hit by either one won't know the difference. Okay, good. Uh, 12-gauge shotgun. A 12-gauge is basically a 12-gauge because when you measure it across, it's 12 millimeters across the bore. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? That would be a lie, so I guess that is a hornswoggle. Hornswoggle. Very good, good okay, Brian. You're rolling. Wow. Great. And, uh, and then in a little bit, we'll have Tom, our historian, fishing historian here, tell us how shotguns got 12-gauge and 20 and stuff. Um, and then here, I'll give you the third one just in case. See, see if you would have went three for three. Pike. Northern pike have vertical bars, while muskies have white oval spots. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle. It's the opposite. All right. Brian, good job. Brian, that was great. Man, Congratulations. Yeah, you're, you're too good. Yeah, you know, yeah. He, when he, he knows all that stuff. Yeah. That's good. I, I will be sending you out that Bucky's $10 gift certificate on Monday, all right? God bless you guys. Have a great week. All right. Thank you, you too. Brian. Thanks for listening, man. Yeah. Uh, wow. Bucky's is the sponsor of our, our horn schwaggle. And when you go to Bucky's, you know one thing's for sure you're not going to get horn schwaggle there. <laughs> and that's no horn schwaggle. <laughs> that's no horn schwaggle. So, Tom, being as you are greatly learned and full of knowledge. Oh, wait knowledge, a minute. Wait a minute. What? We got an, that other caller on. Oh, home. we do. Yeah. All right. Well, he gets to yeah. talk to you because you're greatly learned. And who is this learned. again, Greg? We have Peter from the Random Lake Gun Club. Hey, hey good morning, Peter. Random Lake. Good morning. Good morning. You're live on the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Thank you. I'm just calling to let you know we're having our seventh annual Deer Classic today at the Random Lake Rod and Gun Club for uh, to benefit for Hunt of a Lifetime for kids under 21 with life-threatening illnesses. A lot of these kids have um, some pretty serious stuff they're going through. And the money we raise today sends them on hunting and fishing trips of their dreams. Well, that's a great Great cause. What? What? Uh, so it's like, is it like a wild game feed and raffle and stuff, or what? Tell us the details. No, what you do is it's a deer classic, and what people do is we fill our gun club, indoor shooting range, our uh, indoor archery range with mounts, deer mounts, uh, elk. I mean, whatever you have, you come in, you hang them on the wall. I mean, we'll have hundreds of them hanging up in our club that today. Um, every time someone hangs their head on the wall, they automatically put a ticket in for a, a raffle for a gun. Oh. Um, for every head you hang on the wall, you get another ticket in that bucket just 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 for hanging a head on the wall. Um, and that also gets you into our event for free. Um, if you come 
and you don't hang your head on the wall and you just want to look around, um, it's $5 to get in, or you can bring a non-perishable food item for the food pantry. And um, we have raffles running all day long. Um, there's musky packages and ice fishing and predator hunting. We have stuff for the kids, you know, like uh, a drone. I mean, there's there's women stuff for women, like uh, packages. I mean, it's not just for hunting and fishing people. I mean, there's there's kind of stuff for everybody. Are they going to be having like those you said raffles all day long? Where you can, they sell the tickets and then they draw immediately where you don't have to wait till late? Um, well, bucket raffle that goes around the room. You buy a whole bunch of tickets. You go around and put your, your tickets in buckets. But what we do do is we take people's names and you know, you know, we take your name and your phone number when you put your tickets and have to be there. Okay. And if you want to just cut, if you want to stop in and, and support the cause and, and buy some tickets. And leave, and call you if you want, and you can come back, and we'll figure out how to get it back to you. Or well, that sounds know. that sounds fair enough. What time does it go till? When do they have the drawings? And if a guy stayed till the end? Um. Well, if it, if we're all wrapped up, usually in the afternoon, we usually have everything done. Starts at ten a.m. Oh, so by we, oh by two in the afternoon, you said you're done. No, by six o'clock. Six o'clock. Okay. My hearing's going with old age, so well, that's still not bad, though. I, I think I'm going to stop out today. I, I, that's a good a good suggestion. Not much to do right now. Well, I'll tell you, it's for a great cause. You meet some of these people. We actually have some of the recipients, some of these kids there with their families, and I'll tell you, the stories are are amazing, and you really see what this money's going for. One hundred percent of the money we raised goes to that. Last year, we raised fifteen thousand dollars in one day. Wow. And that sends quite a few kids on some pretty neat hunts. And uh, the, the letters we get back from these kids are pretty amazing um, that they're so thankful for going on these. And I don't know how much of a better cause you can donate to. And like I say, meeting these people, it's it's a pretty amazing thing. Um, we're we're uh, located about a half a mile west of Highway 57, on J Road, okay, in, uh, Northern Ozaki County, and uh, or you can look us up at uh, Random Lake Rod and Gun Club on Facebook. They'll have it on there. You know what what's going on today with our Deer Classic, and and uh, it's a great it's a meeting some great people and some great stuff. I might all right call a friend and come on out. And your name again is Brian. Is that Peter? Peter. Peter. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. you'll be working there if we come out and oh, yes. look for you. Oh, yes, yes, I will. Okay. All right. All right. Peter, Slim, thanks for calling in. Thanks, Peter. All right. Appreciate it. Good me. luck. Yep. Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. It's a good right. cause. Yeah, that is. That is. I might go talk to him and see if there's a young ladder girl who would like to do a musky trip. There you there's go. One of the kids. I know they're doing hunting trips, but there has to be someone who might, you know, be able to go do and mm-hmm. troll up a musky. Mm-hmm. So, no, it's a good cause. Yeah, and there's not much going on. It's cold. It's crappy. It's uh, yeah. You, well, it's not. It's actually warming up. It's, eh, I don't know. It's kind of kind of dreary. By by Monday or Tuesday, all the snow that's on the ground will be gone. Do you know, Danny? Do you know what a punt is? A punt gun. You ever hear that terminology? Punt. Since we were talking about shotguns and that. Mm, I've heard it, but I can't. It, recall. it was basically 
a really big bore shotgun. It was like a little cannon is what it was. Right. And they used to fill these with all kinds of stuff. They'd be they they'd set them up almost like a cannon cuz you couldn't hold it in your on your mm-hmm. shoulder. And they would fire at a flock of ducks or geese or whatever, and they knocked down like 20 or 30 at a time. I have heard of those. Yeah. yeah. They're, 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 I'm, show, I'm showing Danny with my hands in a circle. They're, they were like really big. They were well, like a, they're about like that. They were, I think, somewhere in the order of like a four-gauge, something like that. Two-gauge, four-gauge. I have heard <laughs> that they measured gauge based, wasn't it based on the size of these balls or something yeah, like that. Yeah, a one pound ball would. Uh, it, it's the it's the amount of lead that'll fit through the bore of a gun, and so one twelfth of a pound equaled the twelve gauge. Okay, one I knew eighth it was something was, like that. Yeah, something like that. And uh, so, and and of course, they don't make the eight gauge anymore. You know, they make a ten gauge, twelve gauge, right. And I don't even think you see a lot of 16s anymore. Then no, actually, to, the 16s have kind of... Are think, they coming, I think making they're a kind comeback? Of coming, yeah, I think what those have come back. What about the 28? That's come back, too. That's coming Al back, Shook, too. Huh? Uh, yeah? Al Shook, uh, member of the Quick and the Deadly Club, now that I <laughs> taught him how to shoot. He had Grimmy. Uh, you know, he uh, he wrote a real nice article in Badger Sportsman a while back yeah. uh, about the uh, Red Plaid Gang, and he talks about how they hunt old-school style, mm-hmm. and that was a real good uh, real good article. But I think I owe Rod Grimmie some money, Tom. Why? Well, I was out at McWaterfront last night talking to Rod Grimmie, and I, I, I went to the cash machine and got $20 and had a few refreshments, bought him, bought P, and I came home with... $13 in my pocket, plus I stopped and bought a $5 bag of potato chips on the way home. I think I grabbed his money off the... Oh, no. <laughs> I had to. How could how could I have more money when I got home? Yeah, I think I owe Rod some money. Either Uh-oh. that or the, or the lucky leprechauns multiplied my, my dollar bills in my, in my pocket of my jeans. It was... Yeah. Throwing on the floor unceremoniously when I came in for a crash landing in the living room. Yeah. Five dollar bag of potato chips. Yeah, that's an expensive bag well, of potato listen, chips. When you go to those gas stations, you don't get any deals. Mm. Okay, that's why I don't go there. Gas. Well, <laughs> hell, no. Yeah, you don't get any deals if you got. It was a big bag of ruffles, yeah. and I oh. mowed it all down. Oh my well, god! Well, getting fat. We got to go to Greg uh, to the update sports update with Greg Janik here on 105.7 FM. The fan, take it away, Greg. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.